My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for our interview ahead of us today. The guest I'm bringing on, Angelica Preher. She is a highly sought after speaker, income strategist, business coach, and you know she's the founder of Charge Your Worth Academy as well as Dream Workflow Software Company. She's passionate about helping entrepreneurs break, uh, break the income ceiling and reach their full potential, creating the life of their dreams, the life that they want. Angelica Prather is also the host of the Chairs Blueprint video podcast. So super exciting. You know, I'll let her fill in the gaps, you guys. She's got a lot under her belt. So welcome to the show, Angelica. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. It's going good today. Not too bad. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Angelica, I know that I give you a really short, brief uh, introduction. Uh, I think it's much more valuable uh, for yourself as a guest to, you know, go ahead and fill in those gaps. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you get to where you are? Because I know you are also, you're a busy mom as well. So uh, a wife and mother. So tell us a little bit about your journey, if you don't mind, and we'll just, we'll dive in from there. Okay. Awesome. So I started my journey as actually a hairstylist and, um, I thrived in that business. I've had some failing moments. Um, so not so great moments. And, um, it brought me to just being a CEO of my own business after being in the industry for the first, I think it was like the first six years I had like watch other CEOs make mistakes and watch the business kind of go high and low. Um, and so I relocated to California and in one year I took the principles, the mistakes, the failures. And in one year I had a thriving business and I stayed open for 10 years until the pandemic. And um, in the pandemic I had before I'll backtrack before I got into the coaching space, I had a, I'm a certified educator in the beauty space. And so taking that knowledge, I always knew I wanted to teach, but I knew I didn't want to be in the hair, like hair world per se. I love business. So I did graduate from college. Um, well, I got an associate's degree, <laughs> so I wouldn't say bachelor's because I just found that education. I wanted like raw, real life experience. So the pandemic, I noticed that so many beauty professionals were kind of struggling financially. And I had a, created a system that allowed me to be more home with my family. So I was working less and generating more. And so when the pandemic happened, I kind of realized that it was time for me to kind of launch into this new space, I would say. And that is what birthed Charger Worth Academy. This is so exciting. Well, thank you for kind of, you know, taking us back to where it all started and how you got to where you are today. Um, in regards to where you're at today, do you mind just, you know, taking us, walking us through a bit more of the services and how you deliver them exactly right, right at this moment? Yes. So Charger Worth Academy is a virtual based educational hub for uh, CEOs and entrepreneurs. And I say CEOs because those are two different places of the journey. Um, and so I help six figure, seven figure earners 
really maximize their income potential while working less. A lot of times we do all the fancy work and we miss the mark of like what is actually going to help us generate income. Um, and so we do that through a curriculum base um, in a group coaching setting. And I also have one-on-one, -on -one, but I walk them through the steps of like understanding the financial part of their business. So becoming that CFO in their business. And so we look at every part of the business. And when I say every part, we more do the data, right? And so how much does it actually take for your business to run? And most entrepreneurs are not paying themselves, right? They just are I just got to get clients and they're happy about that. But if you want to scale or you desire to go more, you don't want to be overworked and burned out. So depending on where you are in your journey, if you're like feeling like I am working a lot, but it's not reflecting in my bank account, then we got to figure out what's that bridge. And so we go through and teach them how to actually articulate the value so they can attract their ideal clients and qualify clients. And then we go through finding what those three pocket holes are, right? And so what's those three streams of income? Because if you wanna say, hey, I wanna be off maybe for the whole holiday weekend, I still wanna be generating money in my business. That is what we wanna focus on. So we don't want, any entrepreneur to feel as if they have to do their job, right? They want to be able to uh, have time freedom. They want to have peace of mind and not worry about when money is coming in and when money is coming out. So we build that ha healthy cash flow system. And um, once they graduate, they have a good foundation of how to become the CFO and graduate from just being an entrepreneur and that struggling entrepreneur to getting peace of mind, getting their time back. Um, serving the clients that match with the values that they have, the beginning vision, instead of being that struggling entrepreneur. So that is kind of the services that we offer. And then our one-on-one -on -one approaches for those CEOs is like, listen, I need to get in there, get, get the results as quickly as possible. But I like that one-on-one -on -one approach. And then in 2023, we'll be launching our membership for those um, power players, right? Because we need community. And so many entrepreneurs are usually by themselves instead of community. So we actually created that community of power players so that you can protect your assets, um, protect your business, trademark, copyright, lease it out. There's so many different things and you need those people in your pockets um, to help you grow and win. So that's what we do. Amazing. This is incredible. I mean, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, if entrepreneurs want to take off that long weekend, uh, but still generate them that the money, they need to somehow create that leverage, right? So that's where you step in and you're able to help them figure that part out from what I'm understanding. Yes, yes, that is exactly it. Perfect. Well, <laughs> this is incredible. So tell us a, a little bit about, you know, your personal 30K lesson on building the online business you know, avoiding the common <laughs> mistakes. Now, I know you may have touched on a little bit of it earlier, but if you want to dive in, cover anything else about those common mistakes um, when launching the business that entrepreneurs uh, yeah. make quite often. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, I'm happy to share. Um, and it's a recovering thing, right? So my 30K mistake was doing all the fancy busy work. And I have this acronym that busy stands for broke underpaid service yearly. And so a lot of times we start going out doing the fancy work. So what does the fancy work look like? In an online business, you're able to work from anywhere in the world, right? And so that gives you time freedom and not to clock in or to be working on a client at that moment in time or always having to do that. 
So that's the first thing. And so you are online and you start hearing a lot of noise of, hey, you can start a podcast. Hey, you can start a YouTube channel. Hey, you can start, uh, you can be, a, you need to be on IG, TikTok, all of those things. All of those things is sweat equity. And you have to realize what is it that I, as the CEO and my qualified clients need? Where are they and how could I best seek them out, right? And what does my business offer that is like nobody else's, right? And so you hear about niching down and all those different things, but you want to micro niche. You want to talk to the, the actual um, solution that your problem, that your business brings to your ideal clients as a solution. And so what I did is I didn't even take my own advice. I built my uh, brick and mortar business off a simple business model. I came into this online space and just debunked all of that stuff. I started doing all the busy stuff, all the time sucking things, all right? But none of those activities were getting me clients in the door. It was taking money out of my business. So what did I do? I hired a branding marketing agency, right? And yes, they gave me beautiful pictures and a beautiful website. But if your website doesn't convert or they're not experienced in funnels, it's a waste of money, right? And mm -hmm. so then then I was everywhere, but gaining nowhere, right? Gaining no people. There were not any spark of conversations, any engagement, any of those things. So it was like, okay, if your content marketing isn't working, what, why are you spending all of this money? And so when I looked up, even though I didn't spend it all at once, when I looked up, because I do, I am an income strategist. When I looked at the data, I was like, oh my God, I lost time that I will never get back. I wasn't even talking to my ideal clients and qualified clients because I was all over the place trying to be everywhere. And so my business became a cash cow instead of a cash injecting. And so what's the whole purpose of being in business is to actually transform people's lives. But if I'm doing all of that busy work, I'm not talking to anybody and I'm spending money that I will never get back. It was the greatest lesson, but of course, when I did the math, it hurt because that was time that I'll never get back and money I'll never get back. Now, the lesson was great because you can come into these online streets and things look fancy, but if someone's showing you fancy and they don't have results other than the fancy stuff, you need to realize that that might not be the perfect thing. So what did I do? I literally had to go back to the drawing board and go back to what I did in my brick and mortar business because as a CEO, and an entrepreneur and being a mother, my goal was to transform people's lives and to gain back my time with my family. And I realized that I was doing all of the busy work. And then when I did my numbers at the end of the year, I made less than what the clients that were getting transformation in their business. So they were getting the results, but I wasn't getting the results. And that is a problem. <laughs> So that was my biggest mistake. And I feel like I, when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that are in the service-based industry, the reason why it doesn't reflect in their bank account is because they are usually undercharging and their expenses are way too high. And so many of those things are not money generating activities. And so when they're not money generating activities, it just becomes noise in your business. And it's not a necessity in your business because the ultimate goal is that if I get the clients that are getting the transformation, now I have a thriving business that can actually work. So I had to scale back and then I had to realize that I needed a system that was gonna work 
for a mom of two and a wife and somebody who wanted to make more money and have her profit margins be really, really high. Because one of the reasons I'm in business is to leave a legacy. I want legacy for my own family. So I can't go broke and not charge premium pricing just because I want people to get a transformation. I have to know that this is the, the, the years of experience on top of the years of failures is what people are paying for. So I have this quote that I say, your greatness is tied to someone else's trans transformation. And I have to remember that all the time. It's not about me, it's about the transformation. Um, and so, yeah, that was my 30K mistake. Hopefully that helps somebody out there. <laughs> well, this is amazing. Uh, you had mentioned that really, uh, really aligns with the, what we, you know, you mentioned a lot of people are in the same position when it comes to the offer to, and it seems to be pretty common is they're like, okay, well, we have lots of leads, but they, they can't afford my offer. So I, I can't possibly increase it, you know? And it's just a wrong way of thinking. It's like, who are you attracting though? Are you attracting those, like you mentioned, ideal or qualified leads? You know, your offer, um, you should be charged. I mean, a lot of people do undercharge their offer, mm-hmm. but they should be increasing it, you know? Um, and you also mentioned um, kind of dabbling in all kinds of stuff that are not growing your business and is taking away your focus. So to really figure out, you know, one or two things that are really going to grow here, 10% there. And just not growing, uh, growing the business and really just time and freedom and um, working, right? So definitely have heard that so many times. And um, I love how, you know, you the drawing board and you converted and, and worked on that system and really uh, came up with a solution that gives you back that, you know, that time freedom. And I mean, as a mom, that's so important, you know, and you want to transform lives and have that freedom. So. Hi, Angelica. Can you hear me? I can. Now I can. Uh, I was just mentioning, um, would you be able to touch on the ideal clients versus qualified clients and kind of tell us like how you see those a little differently? Yes, um, I will. This is something I get all the time because we look on the paper of, and, and most coaches or coaching programs or even businesses, they know who their ideal client is. It's a woman and she's between the ages of 35. She should be making, she makes around this and, um, and maybe she's a mom and maybe she loves to travel, like all of the surface stuff. And that is important. That fits the persona of the person that would work well with you but that is not where their emotions are, right? And so a qualified client is going to have a specific problem and then your business is going to be the bridge to the problem. And so when we're out here looking for clients or we're putting our content out here and I've made the mistake, right? Just 
talking to everybody and really not getting anywhere. So that's something like that. Um, there's a movie that I love. Uh, <laughs> it's called I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. And in that part of that movie, um, there is a client that walks in or a customer that walks in and he's like, can I have um, ribs, right? And he's like, the, the guy says, I'm gonna get an order of one ribs, right? Like one order of ribs. And he's like, no, just one rib. And he was like, okay, <laughs> one rib, right? And so I tell clients, are you attracting that one rib client that wants, every, you know, like looks at your business, walks in and it's like, this is amazing, but they only want one piece of the pie. That's where you as the CEO of your business has to know that how I am communicating, maybe I'm talking from a poor, poor or a poverty kind of mentality when I'm writing my content or I'm putting out podcast episodes, wherever your lead generating activity is gonna be or drawing people in, you have to realize that they're qualified clients to work with you. You have to write down all of the problems and the emotions that they're fitting. And then where is your business gonna be a good fit? So if it's a certain income level, you need to talk to the higher version of who they are, right? Who they aspire to be, not their pockets. Because if I want to go on a vacation and I don't have it in my bank account, it's for me to figure out how to save for that. So if your business is like the solution to their problem, and that's why you don't, everybody says talk to the problem, but I say talk to the person to where they aspire to be, not their problem only, because then you attract a one rib type person. Can I just have one rib? I want the whole thing of ribs, but I'll just take one. Then you begin right. to get those people who are penny pinchers, um, and that's not who you want. You want to be able to reject people. So even though you're having these sales calls or having discovery calls, whatever is your system, you want to make sure that when they're coming on that call, number one, they know that they are qualified to be there right? If they're not qualified, you shouldn't be on the phone with them. There should be a bridge of something that allows you to qualify them and to disqualify themselves as well. And so um, that's the difference of a qualified client and then your ideal client. And so you guys are both interviewing each other and that should be something that they're mutually understanding when they're coming on to any call that you're mutually understanding that we might not be a great fit. And if we are a good fit, then we can move forward. I would rather not take your money because I might have to drag you through it. I don't want to see your potential in yourself more than you see, than you desire it. And so those things have to be made together. So that's why I have a qualifying process. And then I have something in between. And I took that from doing hair, right? As a, as a hairstylist, when I was in that industry, I did not do anyone's hair who walked up the street without a consultation. And so I took that same exact model after my 30K mistake and bridged that same exact thing. It's not called a consultation. It's a pricing, a clarity call, right? And so most people are like struggling with their offer, struggling with their pricing. And so I literally just give them value. Go ahead, 15 minutes of an assessment. Here's your audit. Go implement it and see if you can do it on your own. Then they're like, oh, no, this didn't work for me. I would rather because it, it's a little bit deeper. Um, so I give them something valuable that they can implement themselves before they even get into the academy and then or are just or wanting to get into it. Then they're like, well, everything that we spoke about, I think your academy would be a great fit. They end up coming onto an enrollment call and that enrollment okay, call gives okay. me a higher conversion rate than than what I was getting when I was just saying, hey, I'm giving you a you know, a pricing clarity call. And I know it's more of a sales call, right? So I don't want people to feel bamboozled. I want them to understand that I care about your transformation. And based on what I see for your business, your 
X, Y, and Z is not working in your business just from what your website or just with what your funnel is. The language is off. And then you give them that so they can improve it on their own. And it, it allows me to build relationships with people. Even though you're online, people like people <laughs> and we need to connect with people. And so sometimes um, it's a little bit cold. And so I, I like to meet people and just see where they are. And sometimes they don't need me. They just need those few little tweaks. Go ahead and be great. And I love that part about what I do. I love it. I mean, I think it's super cool how you go from the, you know, clarity call, give them a little bit of stuff and then get them on the enrollment call. You know, seeing if they're a fit is huge because we might not, I mean, you might not be a fit for them. They might not be a fit for you, which it has to be a fit on both ends. Right. And I love that, you know, you're really transparent. You're really open about that with them, you know, and that's, I mean, you don't want to work with the wrong fit people either. It just makes, it makes life harder sometimes, you know, they have to be the right fit. Um, and I, I love that you have the two calls to really ensure that, yeah, is this mm-hmm. going to work for both of us? Yeah, um, absolutely. So important. Absolutely. So yeah, important. one of the things that I found, um, I was trying to do it everybody else's way, but that's the same exact way that I did in my brick and mortar business. And it helped me to build relationships. Those people were lifers in my business. Now a coaching program, obviously after they're done with their coaching, they are easy to refer me to somebody because they got amazing results and they built a personal connection. And if I'm connected to someone's transformation, I wanna be a part of your story indefinitely. So even if you're no longer in my program, you have no problem talking to someone and saying, this is a person that you need to go to, go to. Um, and I don't want to drag anybody to their to their goal. And so in the beginning of my coaching program, I was dragging people along and they they thought it was like a done for you type of thing. It's like, no, this is not not that. And it's because I was talking to the people that wanted the solution, but wanted the cost of nothing. They wanted to put no time into it. They wanted to put no equity into it. They wanted a solution without doing the work. And so that's the part. It's like if you, you know, both processes has a form of an application. And so that means that if I'm attracting them online, my content has to speak to that. And then like my process, so they understand my process. So one is completely like, it's free. It's 15 minute audit and here you go, but they're very limited. So it's really a first come first serve. So, um, and that's approach that we tested out and it works. So we're gonna be rolling it completely out in 2023. It might not work for some coach. But it works for you guys. I love it. So do you want taking us back to, I mean, let's, let's talk about a little bit about the podcast, the chairs blueprint show. What were your intentions behind it? And if you want to just go ahead and dive right in as, <laughs> as to where it's at today. Um, and we'll start there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the chairs blueprint, I started it out of reluctancy. I'll be honest. Um, in that 30 K mistake, I had hired this marketing company and they're like, you need a podcast. You need something to put yourself out there and be visible. And a a podcast is a great way, but I think you should do video. And I think it should be live, right? Because live you get people on and it's so interactive and it's not. And so the whole point of the chairs blueprint was to talk to beauty, beauty professionals that were like at certain places in their business that were struggling um, or having challenges in their business to actually hit those income gaps. So um, different interviews of other leaders in the industry, bringing them on and we're talking about intense topics 
from things that are happening in the business, like so that they can go and get tangible, actionable steps, right? So that's kind of where it started, where it evolved, I'll get to in a second. <laughs> so we did one year, we started, and I did seven months straight of live, following someone else's system. Although it was great, I am a mom of two children and I don't want my time to be glued every single week that I have to worry about where I'm on vacation or when can I take vacation, scheduling all of that to be visible. And I was like, we have the greatest asset of being able to pre-record anything. Why am I following someone else's model? So after season one, seven months straight, I decided that I was going to stop. And like, like I said, my 30K mistake, I had to reassess and say, hey, this, is, this doesn't align with me as a CEO. I'm following someone else's model doesn't align with me. So our season two, we put off for a whole because I wanted to make sure that I was very, very clear and what I was bringing to the marketplace. And I, from miss, from one of the mistakes was attracting beauty professionals that weren't even making, they were so low on the totem pole, their mindset, and they just didn't see themselves as a six figure earner. And so this past year, I realized that I was doing, making the same mistakes that I was teaching my clients and my students not to do. And so um, the chairs blueprint is now evolving because I was attracting other opportunities that had nothing to do with the beauty space. And so I realized I was staying where I was comfortable and competent. And I, I know that world. So why not stay there? But then when I realized I started to get the opportunities to work with other female entrepreneurs that were feeling overworked and burnt out. And they're like, I found you on YouTube. And I was like, well, YouTube works for me when I'm sleeping, right? So I don't need to be everywhere. Um, and right. then I started seeing they were six, they were six figure earners, right? And they're like, yes, my business revenue is six figures, but I might have like 40K left in my bank. That doesn't make much sense. What's going on, right? right. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's when I realized that Chargerworth Academy needed to uphold because it was only talking to beautypreneurs. And then all of my opportunities, my speaking engagements, everything that was coming was all centered around CEO service providers. That's like, hey, yes, I made six figures. Yes, my business made multi six figures. But why is it that I'm not even taking a paycheck? Why is it that I'm still financially struggling? Why do I feel like I'm fighting with my clients? Um, when I shouldn't be like, I'm, I'm convincing them that I'm the good solution. They're seeing me as an expense. So that's when I got the opportunity to talk to lawyers and talk to accountants and talk to other coaches and other professional women that was like, I love what I do, but I'm starting to hate the business. Like I'd rather just go get a job because at least I can make six figures and it's coming into my household. Um, and that's when I realized that the common theme for Charger Worth was building a business not based on your values and your morals and building a business that you're chasing after the money instead of it attracting to you so Incredible. the blueprint and the podcast um is going through an overhaul and i'm excited about season two i still have my beautypreneurs i'll be speaking to because that's always a love and a passion for me but i am going to be talking to that ceo woman right that ceo and males i don't want to leave you out but mainly most of the people that i end up working with are female entrepreneurs and that want to graduate to that ceo and ceo you know cfo level so that's what the chairs blueprint is going to be about this next season this is very exciting i mean um i love the fact that you do video as well on youtube um that's huge and you know 
you know, I, I wanted to mention earlier how, you know, it's great how you're not just stuck in one way that you are willing to, you know, pull everything back, go back to the drawing board and figure out what's not working. Yes. Um, that's incredible because there are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there who are so fixed on the way they're doing things, but that aren't even working and mm-hmm. aren't willing to, you know, really take a step back and really see what's, what's not happening for them and how to change that and how to uh, come up with the solution, you know, and really take that action. And you aren't afraid to do that, which is huge. So um, definitely, definitely great thing for sure. Yeah. I think uh, to piggyback off what you're saying, the, one of the reasons why is because um, as a hairstylist, I learned this really quickly. There's so many different formulas to get a color, right? And so maybe I tried it this time, but this client is on a certain medication. I can't approach it the same exact way, right? And so in business, that's what I do. Every single month, I have like a meeting with my money, I have a meeting like, where's my time being spent? And then I'm like, okay, what is actually working? So if I'm Notice that my data on IG is not translating the same way it's translating on LinkedIn. And then it's not translating even on TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok, but I'm just giving this for example for those who are thinking right. they have to be everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube was the only place that I would that I was getting leads from. And so I was like, why am I trying to be everywhere? I can just make this work, have one lead generating thing, one activity, what's what's the next step and really help you map out your customer's journey, right? Where do I want them to find me at? So if they have one place, yes, I could be everywhere and maybe have a secondary place. So I know that if I'm trying to help women who are six figure earners, very close to seven figure earners, that's a different mindset, right? And so a $10,000 investment is not gonna be a big deal for them, but I'm not leading with money, I'm leading with the solution to their problem. So LinkedIn and where are they going for information, right? If I'm looking for a solution, I'm gonna go to Google. What is, who owns Google? YouTube. So I just figured that my six figure earner will listen to a podcast and sometimes they'll be on an audio or they'll be, I wanna be in both places. And those are evergreen for me. Most women that are CEOs are also moms or desire to be a mom. So they're busy, right? And so if they're busy, they can listen to something while they're walking or they can you know, watch a YouTube video when they're like washing the dishes or something like that, or just on right. the, at the gym. So I thought about that's what makes them qualify, right? What activities are they doing when they're searching searching for results or a solution in their business, right? That is what I went to because that's what I do. I'm my own first client first. So I have to be okay to pivot and have that tough conversation. And so I also realized that um, I didn't need to create havoc. I needed simplicity and I needed one login. And so that's what brought me to the biggest $30,000 mistake to this now solution that I have that I absolutely love. And I think that everybody should like find a solution like this, but we can talk about that more in depth. <laughs> incredible. Well, thanks so much for sharing. I think it's so incredible, you know, the fact that you're willing to pivot. And um, I mean, it's exciting to, to hear that you're gonna start, you know, obviously still doing beauty um, entrepreneurs, but as well as, you know, six, figure CEO is female and male as well. So I love that. It's really exciting. And I mean, you know, based on where you are today, say, say you wanted to double your profit and revenue in one year, what, what do you suppose some of the new challenges might be, or are there some things that you might have to change? Well, to always start is the mindset, right? 
that's where yeah. you're going to start, right? Because maybe your business is already making, you know, 20K a month, right? And you're like, I want to go to that 50K month. I want to see that, right? Maybe the... I would say nine times out of 10, you have to actually start creating the mentality of what a 50K earner needs to be generating, right? But let's take it a little bit further than my mindset, right? What activities do I need to be doing or do I need to remove from my business to generate 50K? And so a lot of people just start hiring tasks. I call them task providers and that's great. But if a task does not bring revenue, then it's a waste of a task. And so that's where I usually start, right? If I want to jump to 50K or 100K in in months, right? Or maybe that's a year. I don't know where a hair, you know, where you guys might be on the journey of those who are listening, but there's certain activities that you need to start eliminating first. And then you need to like grow in that area. And so I know that when I become, I want to eventually make 100K months. And I put them in three pockets, like where that money's coming from. Do I want to only generate from just coaching people? Maybe not. Maybe I want to do more speaking engagements and maybe get some um, some um, business deals, right? Some business deals outside of like branding and stuff like that. Maybe I want some corporate clients. What do I need to position myself to then attract those people? And then where are they? Am I in the right place? Do I have the things in place that's going to get me there, right? And so I think that's where we really have to start is like the foundational part, like the obviously your mindset, but then what activities and write those true activities are. And if you're not skilled for those activities, because you don't even know the questions to really ask, you need to go start sourcing out, hey, who's going to have the solution to the problem so I can get there quicker? because that's ultimately what we're paying for in everything, right? We're like, I, cause if school was the answer, we would go to school. So I always tell people like, if you desire to make a million dollars in your business, you can't say you want a million dollars in your business, but you won't spend 10,000 for a coaching program or or $100,000 for a coaching program because you right. don't even see that it's possible. So your money math is off. <laughs> so you need to stop 100%. even saying that. Yeah. So yeah, that's it, it's so true. Yeah, you need to invest in yourself and, and you know, whether that's a coach, a mentor, a mentor something. Um, or a system. A system is another thing. A system what? that's going to work. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah. I tell people, the system that you start off like when they're like, oh, I run my business off of Zoom or I run it off of, uh, I use Google Meets or whatever the case may be, that all of those things, that's fine, right? But your 50K might take a different, you know, evolving to actually run and operate very easily. So one of the systems that I use, I use it for the scalability. I don't just buy systems or create systems that are going to be for the Angelica today and Charger Worth Academy today. I'm thinking about future. And so I want something that's going to grow with me, but not outgrow me. Now I get it. Some right. of us are at the starting journey. So you have to take what you can and maybe don't invest a lot. Definitely don't make the same mistake that I did. <laughs> um, but to be truthfully honest, start where you are, right? Some people that can hinder them from starting. So I appreciate that they start, but don't stay there, graduate. And so I realized that when I had hired this marketing company and spent all that money, I had different stuff all over the place and I had no control as a CEO. So I found one system that allows me to scale my business, run my business it, it, with 
ease, right? So if I have curriculum in there, everything is in there, right? If I have my membership, everything is in there. And so DreamWork Flow allows me to have that opportunity because I am able to do that. My affiliate marketing is in there. My funnels are in there. My websites are in there. I host everything in there. My CRM system, it connects my podcast. I'm able to connect everything. My social planning is in there because it allows me to, uh, to social plan out for the entire year. Um, my email marketing is in there. So I thought about if I decide to change my business or wanted to sell my business, now I have something that's not only tangible, but they can see the waves of how my business has been growing. Not just, hey, we made money, but where's our profit margins, right? How many, what's your database? What is your numbers really saying in your business? So I needed a system that was gonna work for me in the long term. And I hear this all the time from female CEOs. They're like, I don't have the bandwidth to actually do that. I'm like, you don't have the bandwidth to not do this. Like you're talking about right. you wanna make a million dollars, but you won't spend, you won't put time equity into a system that's gonna grow with you versus- That's actually your, gonna work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that makes no sense. Like, and then that's going to be simple. One log in, one log off. One of the things that I love is I can hire unlimited team members and not pay for them, right? Like that's right. it. I need a customer service number. I need to be able to do two-way me messaging instead of having multiple systems all over the place. And then they have 100%. to talk to each other. Here's one system that's going to work for you. Like, why wouldn't you take the bandwidth? No, you want to do all the busy stuff, right? That's you not getting you anywhere nowhere so i'm like okay yes. you're not the qualified person that needs to use the software go ahead and 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 keep doing all the busy work and the glamorous work and doing all that stuff because you don't want to learn that just lets me know that that person is not making the real money in their business that they're making play money and yeah. when you're ready to play the big girl game come on over <laughs> Love it. I I mean, you align exactly with the, the same way that we feel. Uh, I mean, if, if they don't see the value in it and don't understand that whatever they're doing in all these, their, their hands in all these different pots, that is not scaling the business, then keep doing it and see where it gets you next year. If you're not willing to fix that problem and invest in yourself in the business with something that's actually going to work, then you're just not the fit, you know? That's right. So a hundred percent. And, and when they're thinking about all the reasons why it wouldn't work, it's usually because they're just not ready to put in that effort and we wouldn't want to work with them anyways, right? Because That's they're right. just not, that mindset is not there, That's you know? Right. So love yeah. that you touched on that. You are <laughs> definitely on the same page as we are. <laughs> oh, I love this it. Been, yeah, me too. This has been absolutely amazing, Angelica. Uh, Angelica. You know, you have so much to offer within your business and what, and I know that you can help a lot of, you know, people out there, especially um, probably a lot of the listeners here too. And if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way to go ahead and reach out um, to talk to you about, you know, your services and offers? Yeah. So I always tell people um, if you're hearing this or watching this later, I don't know if it's going to be on both, but the best way to connect with me is just go to my website, which is angelicaprather.com. And if you're like at that place, like, listen, I want you to look over my pricing. There is no obligation. It's going to be a pop-up. It's literally going to allow you to fill out the application for the, uh, for your pricing clarity call. Right. And that's, we're going to cover your articulation and what you want us to audit. So if it's your service menu or how you're packaging your services on your website, 
website, wherever it is, your booking site, we're all able to do that. But if you want to just get to know me and just see if I'm even the personality, because I am a New Yorker, so I do push a little bit harder, um, then you can follow me on um, my YouTube channel, which is this Angelica Prather and the Chairs Blueprint is there. And I like to hang out on LinkedIn um, more than any of the other places. So if you're on LinkedIn, Angelica Prather, we can always connect there, hit me up. I like to communicate directly to you, treat you like a human and not like you're somebody across the other screen. Um, and so that's the best ways to find me right now. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking, you know, taking the time out of your day. You know, also, you guys, you know, Angelica's amazing. She waited. I was a few minutes late here today, back-to-back uh, -back meetings, you know, and she was incredible about it. So I just want to thank you again for taking that time out of your day. I know you're a busy entrepreneur yourself. And, you know, it was an absolute pleasure having you on here, sharing valuable insights for my listeners. That is exactly what I'm looking for. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Angelica Prather did today, um, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, you guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.